heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. It is Malcolm at eight. Welcome into the voice of a nation, my fellow Americans and all of my friends around the world here. Well, I'll tell you, when the first indictment came down, we thought, man, this is historical. This is like, can you believe this stuff, man? That really indicted a bomber president. Of course, this was a whole new journey, friends. And we're like writing a whole new script, a chapter for the American presidency, I guess, huh? And uh, well, we, we, we put that into a distant shadow at this point, to be sure. Um, they keep coming, friends. And as expected, as anticipated, uh, we now have the fourth indictment uh, out. Uh, and uh, I think we've surpassed now the uh, historic part of this. We're into the insanity clause at this point. You understand the insanity clause. You know, I got thinking about this overnight as we knew it was coming and all, but I got thinking more about it. And I thought to myself, I said, hey, self, I said, man, they really hate that guy, don't they? Man, man, I've never seen somebody hated more than Donald Trump. Um, and, and I see this. I, I As I say, I... Uh, uh, he had a, uh, I shared with you yesterday, I think it was, I had a, a friend over the um, last couple of days who dropped in for a hello and this or that and uh, uh, kind of middle of the aisle person, but m- more left of center, you know, kind of person. Yeah, we do have those people around, those friends, by the way, and uh, uh, hates Donald Trump. And come to find out where, where she's getting all her news from. Yeah, well, it's the good loving friends at MSNBC and CNN and DNC and FYQ, WXYZ. All of those networks uh, is where she's getting the news. I said, and just you could tell by the talking points, we said, well, you know, the guy did do an insurrection. I mean, what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> peaceful protest does not call for an insurrection. Kind of hard to have an insurrection without any weapons. I mean, you got to bring your best to the game of that. If you are doing an insurrection, that did not qualify, to be sure. But this last one is really something else. So let me give you a little roundup right now. So right now, you've got 91 criminal charges spread across four jurisdictions, uh, Georgia, Florida, New York, and D.C., the District of Columbia, or also known as a distant planet, you know, Um, two trial dates are set up at this point for uh, 2024 and uh, more are coming, more are coming as it all unfolds. You wonder how this guy keeps his sanity. You know, you see him out at the Iowa Fair and he's smiling. Yeah, I'm just having a grand old time. You going to are you going to the debate, Mr. President? Or isn't that a good question? Yeah, you know, you just you just gotta love this stuff. And he, you know, and he, I'll tell you, I looked at it and I he looked as calm as a cucumber. I I thought this guy's got to be peeing his pants at this point. I mean, wow. I mean, I mean, you know, how much can one human being take? I would imagine would be the question we'd ask, huh? Uh, it's it's unbelievable, really. 
there's so much to this one now coming out of Georgia and um, this uh, DA here. What an appropriate name, Fanny. Uh, she looks like a real ass, to be sure. But uh, Fanny Willis, uh, everybody's out to create a name for themselves, right? Uh, so that's Fanny's contribution to the parade. Uh, and of course, you know, this is the same thing that was already charged, basically, or more or less, some of the charges are DC, it's the election, the 2020 fraud. Uh, you know, you can't contest it, you can't speak about it. Um, you know, you have no First Amendment rights, you know. So uh, there's some interesting things now. There are, Actually, there are people now that want to see, like the whole Republican Party charged. They want to see other people charged beside the main cast of characters. Anybody who, uh, in fact, quite frankly, we'd probably have to lock up most of the country at this point. I guess I'd, they'd be coming for me with their indictment against me, as well as others. Anybody who thought there were some improprieties or spoke out of line, well, that would fall into the, uh, you know, into the George Orwell wor world, uh, for sure. You you can't uh, speak against uh, uh, Uncle Sam. I had, a, I had a few other adjectives that almost slipped out, but we'll, we'll just keep it as Uncle Sam, okay? Uh, so, uh, so this is going to be now, I mean, this is beyond historical. I don't know. It, it is the insanity clause because we are now I into an election. The, the debate is right upon us on the 23rd. It's coming up, I believe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Remember, it's the 23rd and it's coming pretty quick. And uh, now people are asking if Trump's going to be there or not. That's really the catch right now. But uh, I, I don't know. It, we'll, we'll see. I've already given you my advice. Or if the president was listening, I told him not to attend. I'd blow that thing off like a bad date. Somebody showed up at my door with acne, bad acne. I'd close the door and send them away. No, thank you. It's not the date. A blind date, you know? That, you ever have a blind date in your life? Huh. Uh, that's that's what I do there, man. No, I would not be going to that debate for sure. And they say, well, you know, people are like Chris Christie. I've seen him on a couple of news uh, events here. And... Uh, he is like one big ass pimple. I have to tell you, it just needs to be popped out of his mind. Uh, I don't know where that guy comes from, what planet he's on. I don't know. But uh, according to today's standards, you can be held accountable for anything you say, which would mean talk radio. And it's a whole lot of trouble here. I'll tell you, they will be locking up most of the country and present company included. Uh, this is insane. I mean, who the hell are we kidding here? I mean, this, you know. I can tell you right now, let me, let me just tell you right now, let, do you, right? You, here you go. You ready? Trump is not going to serve any time in prison. It, it's not going to happen. It doesn't matter if they do uh, tumble salts or uh, flapjacks in the wind or sit on their heads and whistle Dixie. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So if you say, oh, what are you saying? It's, it's just not going to happen, people. And uh, well, could you see uh, Trump in one cell and the Secret Service in the next cell or just outside the door? Oh, yeah, really? You know, uh, first of all, these cases are so bizarre and they're so ridiculous. And yes, it's not to say that he could be indicted. You you, better, you, you listen, if you throw enough garbage, we'll, we'll call it garbage against the wall. You know how that saying goes. You, you learned that in business school. Basically, some of that garbage is going to stick potentially. That's why they have the number of indictments against him. You see, you don't just put one nail through the through the palm of the hand. You just keep nailing through the palm of the hand until the blood is dripping is, is what that's all about. So that's uh, that's what's happening. They're just 
do and never but you know this thing would go at this point uh all these uh, the conversations about what he said or didn't say or free speech or not free speech or whatever the you know whatever it is and, and you know it's all skating on ice basically and it would all end up with the supreme court at that point they would have to roll in and uh set the playing field i i don't think for a minute that court is gonna send any president uh to uh prison Boy, wouldn't that be a sign? I just thought of this. Uh, Trump in one cell, uh, six service in another one, in between him and then Joe Biden in the other one. So you'd have a, you'd have a, uh, oh, where, it's insane, isn't it? You'd have the Secret Service in the center. You could probably do a two for one. That would be a little bit less money for the taxpayer. You'd have Trump in one cell and then Joe Biden in the other, right? And I don't know where you put Hunter, probably in the public square on a rope. So I mean, no, no, no. You'd probably, I don't know, some other cell or something. I'm not sure where you'll put him. But uh, anyways, I'm in quite a mood here. And uh, so so that's that's where I start right there, friends. Um, this is, uh, it is wacky. It is wacky. And uh, and the news reports I'm seeing are even wackier. Now, here, here's, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. The reason there are a lot of people, a lot of Americans, a good part of the country, actually, who really do believe that Trump will be in prison they also believe all of these uh, indictments are accurate and all the information is accurate. And they really believe that the orange man is indeed a, um, a, a criminal to the likes of Putin and was indeed playing with Russia and peeing on those prostitutes in the Moscow hotel. And they do believe all of that and that he did the insurrection and the coup and all of it. In fact, in fact, uh, here's a uh, headline here. Uh, why would Trump leave office after a second term if prison awaits? Experts fear he won't. Uh, Donald Trump attempted, and, and the article starts off this way here. Donald Trump attempted a violent coup to remain in power the last time he was president. So why, why would he step down at the end of this term if he's elected a second time? Particularly knowing that prison might await him when he leaves office. So here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, this is a very popular news outlet here. This is the 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 uh, the Huffington crap, uh, as they call it. So it used to be the Post, now it's the Huffington crap. And but you know, there's a lot of people who read the Huffington crap, and uh, they really believe this to be true. But the Huffington crap wouldn't lie, would they? Would they? I mean, would they say that in an opening statement of an article? No. Got attempted a violent coup, like he went up there himself with an army and guns blaring. You know, and this is what they put out there. This is what people really believe. And the experts go on and say, yeah, the signs are all there. He would not leave voluntarily. I mean, does anybody really believe that? I don't think so, friends. I don't think so. And uh, Trump must go to jail if convicted, uh, says the uh, the Daily Beast. They're always fun. It's always good to look at the Daily Beast for a good laugh. And uh, so uh, former President Trump has now been indicted for the fourth time, most recent, the 41 count indictment in Fulton County, Georgia. Uh, and you know that old saying, the devil go down to Georgia. No, the devil didn't go down to Georgia. The devil is living in Georgia, it's living in this county. Her name is Fanny. Um, a lot of other things they call her down there, I'm sure. But um, uh, this is a president they tried to impeach twice. They tried a 25th Amendment. They tried to goose him. They tried to do everything they could. They tried to sexualize him, pervertivize him, uh, prostituteize him, and do everything else they could possibly do. Now it's RICO charges coming out of Georgia and everything else, people. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, I like the Daily Beast. It's a good uh, late night uh, sort of uh, a deal, you know, to read here. 
Uh, and it gets even more interesting uh, with some of these other uh, pieces to this pie here. But again, my prediction is that he will not serve a day in jail. Now, these indictments, they, there could be a charge here. I want you to understand something. There could be a charge. I mean, because they've thrown so much at him at this point that, you know, it's up to the way the wind is blowing and at that moment and you just really never know. But in which case, this case would then, this thing would blow open. Now, here's what I, I want you to think about, too. Uh, you know, like, all right, so what part of this is good for the country, I wonder? Like, right, uh, you know, this whole unity campaign that Biden and his cabal of disciples are on. What what part of this is the unity clause in the campaign and good for the country? Would somebody tell me and show me that clause, please, on the campaign rhetoric? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? Really good for the country. Sure, sure. Well, I think you do have to question that. Is it good for the country? What's good for the country? These people are not out for the country. They're trying to tear the country down. They're, they're trying to disrupt and uh, implode the country is what they're doing. Problem is, there's somebody in the way. His name is Donald Trump. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the gift that keeps on giving, isn't it? Isn't that truly? Hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty clear now. I think as I've pointed out to many and many have uh, now realized that... Uh, Trump is the problem for these people, and they want him out, and so they've thrown all the indictments they can, including all the RICO charges and all of the free speech uh, conversations coming out of Georgia, what he said or didn't say. And not only that, but they have a whole cast of characters they've gone after, including our friend uh, Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, and there's a whole all the attorneys. I think they've got the janitor and the window washer on on, on the fourth floor there uh, in that group as well. They're all going to hang in the public square, they say. Wow. Uh, we're going to, you know, in, in the meantime, our Department of Justice and all the criminals are letting all the criminals out in the streets. And we'll just keep locking all these cats up. And that'll that'll uh, should look like a very interesting world just down the road, I think, you know. I feel like um, let me let me let me bring on here first. Steve Latulip is with me, and Wallace Gardner is both here. We're just going to keep this loose and accurate today. How's that, Steve? I want to ask you here. Um, uh, I don't think he serves a day in any of this stuff. I think this is absolutely. Listen, I feel like we're doing a late night skit at this point. If you can't tell, this is the way I look at this thing. It's it's such a joke. It's disgusting. And, you know, so maybe let's start here. What part of this is good for the country? And where does this fit into the unity, um, the possibilities, you think, Steve? What do you think? Well, Malcolm, this is this has nothing to do with unity, everything to do with not just division, but with crushing the opposition. I mean, this is a coordinated election strike, and it's very obvious that they are just doing this setting it up with the, the time frame that they have to affect a maximum election interference. And so, you know, is Trump going to actually spend time in prison? No, I don't think so, because, you know, it's one thing to indict a president and a president and to to say, oh, yeah, well, you know, he possibly could be prosecuted. Um, I just don't see that happening, because, as you said, uh, if push comes to shove, uh, we're going to get the Supreme Court involved. And the truth is, these are all essentially bogus charges. And particularly when you set them 
right up against what everything that Joe Biden and his crime family have done. I mean, you look at the charges against uh, against Trump with the, the Racketeer Influence and Corrupt Organizations Act. It's like, well, that has to apply to Joe Biden, doesn't it? And, you know, just go down the line. Uh, there's no comparison. It, it, yeah. It's a mockery. Isn't that the left's game all the time? Uh, point out what they're doing and accuse you is that they are just they boy, they won that one. I'll tell you, man, they are just really, really good at it. Yeah. Joe Biden, um, they continue to say he's and, you know, they look at you with a straight face. If you notice the Democrats, so at least Steve, they come to the microphone and they still look with a straight face like, well, what do you mean? Joe Biden didn't do anything. I mean, there's, he's like like innocent, man. This guy is like... He's, oh, it's hilarious. Isn't oh, it's, it? isn't it crazy? You ever seen anything like it? He's like a choir boy. What, what are you talking about? Right? <laughs> I mean, it's insane. And they do it with a straight face, I'm saying. They actually look there with a straight face, these, these Democratic co- congressional folks. Like, uh, ah, well, you know, he didn't do anything. There's no, there's no evidence. That's what I keep hearing. I hear that from the press secretary is through the... She's another doofus. She's, you know, well, there's no evidence. There's no evidence of anything. The evidence is all against Trump somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Straight face. They can do. Oh, it's always with a straight face. They all simply uh, because they've had so much uh, practice at it. They probably believe themselves at this point because they are simply (laughs) incapable of actually telling the truth. So they they can't identify with the truth. Yeah. You know what I was going to say? I thought you were going to say, Steve, that they do with a straight face because they had too much Botox. Ah, I don't know why I don't I don't know why that came to my mind, but it did. <laughs> well, it's fitting. <laughs> they actually start with a very different definition of the word justice. Just we think that if we have two things, we have a just system. We want to have a fair set of rules. Now you shouldn't have laws that are uh, that are bad laws. The law should be fair. They should make sense and what have you. Then the second piece is they should be impartially enforced uh, against all buddy everybody within the society equally. So you know justice should be blind. It shouldn't be looking at things like what is the race of the person that's been accused of the crime. It should look only at the evidence for each individual case. And we would look at that and say, well, if we've got a fair set of rules and it's impartially enforced according to the rules, that would be a system of justice. It would be a just system of justice. But the Democrats threw that out about 30 years ago when they decided to go over social justice. So, for example, they saw that about 7% of the population is committing about 60% of the violent crime. And they said, well, they're making way too big of a, of a percentage of the people in prisons. So obviously there's something wrong with how we are enforcing violent crime. We can't have 7% of the population making up, say, 32% of the prison population. We have to do something about this. And the answer was to take the impartiality away from how justice is enforced or how justice is administered. And now what you have to do is you have to say, well, in a just system, you know, 60% of the population, excuse me, about 72% of the population is white. So 72% of the prison population needs to be white. And once you start doing that and stepping away from impartial justice and a justice where only the case, the, the evidence of a specific case or what you're looking at, it's a very, very, very small step from what to what we're seeing today, which is saying, we're not going to start with a crime and try to figure out who did it. We're going to start with a person and we're going to twist 
law and, and creatively interpret law in order to try to find a way to prosecute them. And what's interesting here is that by going mm. to RICO, now what they're saying is that the entire Republican Party is a criminal conspiracy and yeah, any yeah. crime committed by any member of that criminal conspiracy, they can charge everybody in the criminal conspiracy along with that. And they had to do that in Georgia because the only thing Trump did that was related to Georgia directly, at least, was that phone call that he had with the right. Georgia governor and the Drist- yeah. yeah, and he wasn't even in Georgia when he made the phone call. Yeah, if he was yeah. in their office, they could say, well, you broke Georgia law. But how does yeah. he break Georgia law when he's in Washington, D.C.? Well, the, ans- well, the answer is you make it a RICO case and you say, well, you're a, con- yeah. a criminal conspirator. Racketeering. So he- exactly. What they're essentially saying is that you're the fifth, hmm. you're the sixth mob family in New York City and Don Don is in charge of it. Yeah, so yeah. we're, we're going to charge not- him like a mobster. You're not making these things that you just spouted out up either. The, the, and the crux of this is this. Here's the, the crux. I mean, you just said some pretty crazy stuff there. Okay. Some, I mean, pretty insane. And yet it's All actually, true. it's actually doc, many of the things you just commented on are documented in the current news cycle right this moment, which is where you've got these crazy ideas from, because this is what the left is putting out there. My bigger point is. This is what a lot, millions of Americans, and I, I I got my finger on the trigger here, on the pulse of all of this. I probably should say pulse and not trigger. <laughs> I got my finger on the pulse right now. And I, I'll tell you, I this is why so many people are screwed up in our country and have no idea. I mean, the media is literally reporting on everything you just said. And people really do digest this for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm telling you, they believe this is gospel truth. I mean, I got people who are friends of mine. I guess you call them friends. I don't know. Uh, but they I, I say that because they're so different than I. And I mean, and, and, and let me say, if they're not coming to America, a lot news for the for their news. They're certainly not my friend. How's that? Now, uh, boy, you say, well, that's not right now. Well, too bad. Uh, but no, I mean, you, what you just say in the Washington Examiner comments on a lot of that stuff. Democratic leaders and never Trump influencers are cheering the vast Georgia indictment of former President Donald Trump for his efforts to, to change the outcome of the 2020 election and hope it leads to a larger case that takes down any Republican who questioned the election of President Joe Biden. So they're literally what you just said there, Wally. They're literally... Uh, threatening, at least these are the reports that they're putting out there. And uh, by this uh, Fannie Willis, uh, District Attorney Fannie Willis, uh, uh, bring charges against, oh, they want to bring charges, this is great. This is the model, it says, to bring charges against the 136 House Republicans who backed Trump's election fraud case. Okay, so let's stop there a minute here. Oh, including, by the way, Lindsey Graham and uh, Rona McDonald. I would say Ronald McDonald. I was going to say, yeah, so Rona McDaniel. Same thing. Uh, same same sort of thing. She's the chairwoman, of course, the GOP. Uh, you know, this is getting to the ridiculous stage. It's in the insanity clause of part of this discussion. And, you know, when they're talking about charging, all of these people for having an opinion that they question the election. This is the actual data point put out because they questioned the election of Joe Biden. We've been questioning elections since the birth of this nation. I mean, you know, and we've had some elections go to court and this is not a new development other than Trump is 
probably more determined and probably did more strong arming than maybe others in the past. Maybe, I don't know, because he's he's hated. I mean, he people hate him. Well, Hillary Clinton did at least as much as Trump did. Uh, look at Trump had to be had to be shoved into the into the uh, bunker it, under the White House at one point because the left wing protesters right, climbing right. the fence. I mean, it's not like the left has never done this. It's just Wait. not a crime when they do it because their <laughs> sense of justice is we're going after people. The crimes themselves don't matter. Crimes are just a political weapon that you use to go after your opponents. That's how they see it. So people are good or bad. It doesn't matter what they do. We go after the bad people, even if they haven't done anything bad. We'll find a way to twist the crimes to get them, and that's that's what they've done here. Yeah, and, and well, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and and we know all that. I mean, I don't I don't disagree with that, but I don't think that's the big story. I think that's old news, frankly. No, the big think, story is we are now becoming a one party system because we, they want to throw go. every Republican in prison. There you go. That's that that I would agree with. Yeah, that would I agree with. And and it seems to be where they're headed. I mean, it's it's beyond the pale here what we're talking about. But I I think you know. L- let me ask you, uh, Steve. You listened to the uh, show we did the other day. I know you helped with the write up on it. The um, uh, the one on uh, the the friend I was talking about, you know, that I kind of pointed right, at, you know. Right. And but yes. I mean, I think that's the biggest story. I was really shocked, uh, truly, truly, when she started putting some different things out there, and I then cut her off at the pass, and I said, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You you don't have an insurrection when you call for a peaceful protest, and you don't have an insurrection when they there are no weapons involved. It's particularly impossible to have such a thing." How the hell would he be? Well, that's what they're saying. I mean, she literally believes that that's what these publications say. And because they're all saying it, Steve, it must be true. Do you understand? That's the problem. Oh, yeah. The but, but you know, you also uh, very joyfully proclaimed some good news there, Malcolm, in that program. Because, you know, the according to the statistics that you cited, with this Fortune magazine survey of what people think about the mainstream media, legacy media, I mean, about what, a a quarter or less than a quarter actually have any faith in the system, in the what's usually historically has been called news is nothing but (laughs) propaganda and people are recognize it. So it tells me that people are waking up and let's face it, this whole madness that we're calling madness, we know it's pure evil, but it also shows us how absolutely desperate is the enemy that resides within our own government. I mean, they are they know that if Trump were to win this election, it, it would be finished for them. They would be done. Is it safe to say that they're going in for the kill. Is it safe to say that? Don't answer that now, Steve. Hold that thought here. Is it, But I want you to both think about that. Is it safe to say that they are going in for the kill? That's a real That's a real question. Yeah. Because when I say the insanity part of the conversation, we're there. We're there. And when you, when you understand uh, what the failures of the Marxist left and how I've been saying now for some years before Biden, really over the last, oh, I'd say, well, seven, eight years, I have repeated many times to listeners. I mean, you heard me. I, I truly, truly felt that the Marxist left indoctrination into the Democrat party, that they have overplayed their hand and that they are coming to the end of the road. And I said that some years ago. Now, it's taken time, but 
you know, it's like they're kicking and screaming. And I think these kinds of things are steps uh, to keep themselves in power and try to, but it's to try the hill. Anybody who's a, that much of a threat to the system, to their way of life, to their establishment, to the bureaucratic state in Washington, D.C., is a threat. And now I think they see Donald Trump as a, uh, he's lethal, lethal. And he's lethal because I my guess is this, when he went to D.C., this part I do know, he was a rookie. He never ran for anything. He didn't run for Boy Scout Master or the uh, the um, the mosquito catcher in town there. You've never had anybody in the history of our nation never run for anything and not and run for the highest office in the land and win it. I mean, that's it's insane. Never happened. So he was he would define beyond words the the point of being an outsider. He gave to both parties, Democrats, Republicans, independents. He wouldn't have given to a communist, I guess. Of course, he didn't know they were communists at the time, naturally. <laughs> uh, the, the, now the Marxists left, they surely are communists. But he, he was an equal opportunity as a businessman and understanding how capitalism worked. Uh, smart, actually. You play all sides of it. You, it's like, you know, it's like when you go and you do the roulette. You just, okay, I'll take so much on this, so much on that, and uh, and, 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 and hey, hold on to the table. Roll it, please. <laughs> And uh, maybe that's the way he played all those things, Trump did. But he was smart in how he did that. And he did that for all those years. Um, but I think that uh, they surely see him uh, as, as a cancer. And there are people, there are others on our platform who believe he is a cancer, that he is uh, not good for the country. I've got, in fact, there's a piece going up, oh, the next day or so from our uh, CIA guy who... Uh, I think comes out and says Trump is not the, I don't remember what the title is, but something about Trump is not the answer. He's the problem or something like that. Of course, he liked all Trump's policies, likes what he did, but feels like some people feel he becomes, uh, he metastasizes he's a cancer, you know. Um, uh, he, he's just becoming a danger to not only himself, but the nation as a whole. Uh, the problem I have with that, my fellow Americans, again, I, I don't necessarily eat Trump Wheaties in the morning, but I, I don't know who else could be at that strength and level. Uh, it, you know, and if they did see them as a threat, here's the other thing you want to give me, give me uh, your, you know, your best shot. But it, let's say they thought that Ron DeSantis was an equal level playing and was much, was as much of an asshole as Donald Trump was. Let's pretend that's the case. Okay. I mean, if you can believe that a moment, as soon as Trump was out of the way and just they would turn immediately on him. I don't think it matters, frankly. I think whoever is in the way and at that point, you know, we're like I said, we're at this moment of friction in our country. It's just before the sun rises again. We're, we're at this all time low and something has to give in the nation. You understand We've been talking about it here, friends. We've been talking about it. Call it whatever you want. I hear the words thrown around a lot that it's a revolutionary moment for the nation. Call it whatever the hell you want. But it is something is going on. That's why everything we're talking about today on the airwaves is historical. How, how often do we use that word? Historical. I mean, how many historical moments can we have? You know what I'm saying? You know, you know what I'm saying? 
How many historical moments can we have? I mean, every day we get on to something else. Another historical moment, another thing. It's like, who's surprised anymore? I mean, we're becoming unglued. But, you know, I, I tell you, it's truthful. True, true. I do believe there is this way to look at it, though. There is this way. Follow me on this scenario. But there is this way to look at it. Many times in life, you have to, you have to go down. You have to get low. You have to get, you know, you get punched right in the gut and you, it hurts. You feel it. You feel the pain. So sometimes you have to stoop really low and you have to take that pain on before you come up again, before you rise. It's kind of where America is right now. Don't you think? I think America is about at that point. We're sort of been sucker punched a few times. Our gut hurts. We probably got a little internal bleeding going on. I mean, we surely need some paramedics or something at this point. The country is in pretty rough shape. And now the Marxist left, they're not just doubling down and tripling down. They're out for the kill. Trump is in the way. If Trump wasn't here, the next dude or, or gal would be in the way, whether it's a Nikki Haley or a or a, or a Chris Christie or a Ron DeSantis would also be in the way if we follow the trajectory of what we've been talking about and where we're at. I think that's something to think about. So then you have to think for those who think that, well, Trump is, you know, I don't know, people. I don't know. I mean, I don't know another human being. And I don't know if you know somebody. Well, I can't think of another person in all of the peoples and peoples we deal with on a personal and professional level who could take as much, I mean, it's insane really though. Think about it, how much one human being can take. I don't know if that exists, if that any person could take that much as Trump has taken. And he's taken it all the way through. And then he continues to get out of the fear and laugh and chuckle and it's hysterical. I'll tell you, you know, I gotta tell you truthfully. I mean, as, as I always do, but I, I actually have more respect for him now today than I had in it. I thought he was a bit of an ass and a buffoon. Uh, and he wouldn't shut his mouth most of the time. You know, I told you that plenty of times. You know that. I don't, you know, I'm not about, I just want the country to win. But I, th I thought, you know, I'll tell you, I have more respect for him now, probably than I've ever had. And, you know, the fact that he sometimes doesn't know when to shut up, I don't even know if that matters anymore, people. So what I would have found fault in a year or two or three or four, but I don't think it matters anymore. I don't think it matters. I think they're coming after him no matter what. So what do you do when they start doing that? Well, let me tell you what you do. You know what I would do? Yeah, I'd be the loudest mouth in the room. I'd kick back. I'd punch back. Bet your bottom lot dollar I would. I'd get exactly who he is, what he's doing. I'd do the same darn thing. I get it. So listen, I'm just defending the truth here. And I know there are people who don't want this truth and they don't want to hear it. But if the left is on the take, if they are trying to bring us down to size, if they if this is accurate and we are being pulled into a new world order globus, you can't tell me somebody else has got a magic switch. I ain't buying it. That's all I'm saying. I ain't buying it at this point, man. <laughs> I don't think it matters. I think Trump is out of the way. They'll make the next one the enemy. But that next one probably doesn't have the wherewithal and the gumption as a Donald Trump has. 
probably don't have it. Donald Trump is a, uh, <laughs> I'll joke with you a moment, historical. Ah, oh, shut up, will you? I mean, he is, he's a character. He is somebody we've never seen. We've never seen this, people. Never. This doesn't exist in, in, in modern politics or certainly, I don't know if it existed back in the 18th century somewhere. You know, I mean, this is, this is really pushing the envelope, I think. This is, this whole thing is, and Trump has become the face of all of this. But, and the media is going to continue to tell their lies and propagate all the BS. And, uh, and the problem is a lot of America is going to believe them because a lot of people, and until we get them to shut off this media, I'm very convinced of that now. I see it more and more and more that I talk to more people who just are so uninformed because they watch and listen to all this garbage and they really believe it's accurate. Wow, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Let's take a pause a moment and uh, catch your breath. Poor double, you're listening to the voice of a nation. The silent majority has spoken. We say, let the silent voices be heard. You can be the voice of change, Contact our producer at Liberty at America Liberty at America Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome at eight to the voice of a nation. Welcome back into the broadcast, my fellow Americans. Uh, first of all, uh, uh, it's AmericaOutloud.news. That's the place to go uh, for all the stories and all the uh, all sides of the eye. Like I said, there's pieces that'll go up that uh, uh, you know it's free speech. So some hate Trump, some love Trump, some don't care. Uh, some like vanilla, some don't like vanilla. Everybody's got an opinion, right? That's what free speech is all about. That's what uh, Diversity Thoughts about. It's what AmericaOutloud.news is about. Just keep it clean and real and, you know, you can have your opinion or whatever it might be. That is AmericaOutloud.news. Uh, help us share the out loud truth, will you please? Help us get it out there. I mean, this thing doesn't just uh, do it by osmosis, you know. You need to do your part and share the truth. Uh, to your circle of friends, send it to your adversaries as well. The people who are watching or reading that garbage, 
the Huffington, the Huffington crap and the, all these other publications and news articles and stuff. You just see them and they're so disgusting. Every one of these publications I've read today and since yesterday in the Georgia thing is so disgusting. And they're just, it's all garbage. Really. You know, uh, let me remind you also, before we get back, jump back into this as well, I got to remind you to visit all of these tremendous uh, uh, partners, these sponsors, americaoutloud.shop. Uh, this is a tremendous asset uh, to all of our listeners and readers. They've all been negotiated, all of the products there. We, we have vetted the products and we've negotiated the dollars to get the best discount for our listeners, our reader, for the America Out Loud family, if you will. And there's some terrific products in there, uh, for sure. And there's some new ones that are really, really cool. You'll be hearing more and more about on the platform. So check it out, AmericaOutloud.shop, and enjoy the savings and the discount and live a healthier life and help us bring back liberty and justice for all in the process, friends, is what I would say. So I don't see anybody else who's at the level of Trump. Uh, Wally, you are a big fan of DeSantis. Uh, I think DeSantis is a, a pretty good governor as well, actually. I think he's done a pretty fine job. Of course, he's rubbed Disney's nose and a lot of the woke CRT agenda stuff and everything else. Um, he looked like he had a lot of steam. Everybody thought he was like the uh, second coming before he announced his presidency. I always love those when they do that. This guy's going to be like, and then they just don't gel. He's not a warm and fuzzy kind of guy, for sure. Uh, but uh, And you have to sort of resonate with people. But his policies and the things he's worked on are, are pretty good. He does have some questionable things in the global field that people are questioning. But I don't think he's got the uh, audacity and the, um, well, the fortitude uh, or maybe the size of his testicles. I don't know, whatever you want to call it, uh, Wally. I'm not sure he's got any of that And uh, to the scope of, although he did take on Disney. And that took some gumption, but we're talking about a whole Marxist establishment here. We're talking about people that are going to tear you apart limb from limb. Do you think he could do it? Well, I think he's a very different person than Trump politically. I think that Trump is uh, the Rocky Marciano type. He'll block every punch thrown at him, but most of it with his face. You know, he's he's a puncher. He's not a he's not a boxer. And that's but the way coming he does at you like the Marxist left is. Uh, stop there a moment. Let, let's dissect what we're doing here. Uh, but if the if the Marxist left are coming at you in the way they do, if they've given the accusations about you and or any person or just Ron or Chris or Nikki or whoever it is, and they do all the impeachments and all the oh, I mean all the trash they throw, what what do you what do we expect this person to do? Play nice. Well, of course not. Of course not. But uh, right. you can bob and weave a little bit more. I mean, Trump does walk into punches. Ron DeSantis is a little more polished. He's more of a, of a of a boxer type. He'll bob and weave, jab. You know, he's he's much more of a boxer. But if you look at it, they actually went after Ron DeSantis before they went after Trump to make sure that one of the reasons they're indicting Trump with all these bullshit indictments is they want to make sure he wins the Republican nomination. I mean, you look at my, well, that's a, well, that's a hold on. That's a stop there now. That's an arguable point. Now, that's an arguable point. There are many who think it's opposite of what you said. For real, for real. They well, do not right. believe that they want him as the candidate, and that's why they're trying to pull him down. You don't buy that. I don't buy that. But this is the way it works, Malcolm. Do you remember when Howard Dean said Yahoo when it was the end of his political career? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that the media decides what is and is not a disastrous campaign. You look at all the things Joe Biden did that were not disastrous campaigns. And, you know, you look, then you look at the treatment of, of Howard Dean. Well, it's the same thing with, with Ron DeSantis. They decided they want his campaign to be a disaster. So everything negative that happens in the campaign, that's all they talk about. Mm-hmm. There have been a lot of positives of his campaign. Even the launch on Twitter that was supposedly a disaster, it didn't become a disaster because there was no interest. It became a disaster because they were expecting you know, maybe 20 million people wanted to watch it. It was more like 100 million. So it was a disaster in the sense that they couldn't keep up with all of the people that wanted to watch it. And and so, you know, how you focus- But, but since then, a lot's happened it, since that Twitter well, moment. Yes, but, but a lot of positives and some negatives have happened. Yeah. And the media is focused entirely on the negatives. It's a moot point now, by the way. I'm a DeSantis guy, yes, but there is no Republican yeah. primary. Donald Trump's already, there is no Republican primary. It's going to be Trump. He's already won it. So, well, because, you know, because, finish that thought. Because why? Because why? Well, because the, well, partially- well, because Hold on, hold on. No, no. The Republican Party doesn't want him. You were going to say doesn't something matter. about the Republican Party, I think, No. No, Joe Biden wants him. And the, the, the Biden administration's right, advisors have been very clear yeah, on that. I'm not a great, I don't, I don't think I'd buy that. Uh, but Steve, do you buy that? I, I'm here no, uh, no. at point. Do you buy that? No, I don't at all. Uh, you know, I, I like to remain analytical even, and it's very hard <laughs> to do in, in the political uh, arena. It's very hard to remove all bias, but let's just stop a moment and look at what kind of an America we had uh, during Trump's presidency. I mean, our enemies respected us. Our economy just was booming. Everything was good. I mean, everything was very, very good. And this, despite the fact that everybody was opposing him on both sides. Can you imagine if he recruits a team now, having the wisdom that he has gained through his first term, what do you think America could be like? Well, that is possibly why the left fears him more so, I'm thinking potentially, Steve, is what you just said. Oh, I'm say. convinced of it. Yes. And now I start at that point. I forgot that point, but you just concluded it for me. But you, you, to close the loop, because he's now a bigger threat, he knows where some of the uh, uh, the bones now were buried. He didn't know where the bones were buried. I remember him getting up to D.C., and Paul Doofus Ryan uh, was out on the balcony with him show, with his hand. I, could, I see it right blazoned in my mind with his hand out stretched. Do you remember the moment he was out of the balcony? He said, well, like, you know, that's, you know, that's the Washington Monument there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that is. So that's like, you know, that's over there. That's he was like showing him the geography. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He was learning. He had to learn the ropes. And I believe he has learned them. He didn't even know where the bathroom was. <laughs> I mean, for real, he guy didn't know anything, man. I mean, Paul Ryan showing him where everything is, so on and so forth, you know. And now he sort of knows where the bathroom is. So he's like, he, you know, he, of course, he may take a dump right on them. But that's another story for another day. Um, listen. I, I, I think, you know, who else besides DeSantis and and um, uh, Trump? Who, who Steve, anybody else come to your mind, s- seriously, that could, well, that could win it and that would have, um, well, whatever you want to call it, the the strength, the fortitude, the something? No, I, the I think there is nobody besides Trump, period. Uh, that's just my, my take from what I have seen. 
I, I think that we are in uh, for a battle for our lives. There's no way that we could mm -hmm. survive another four years of right. a so-called Democrat presidency because they yeah. are no longer Democrats. What about Hercules or Batman or Superman? Any of those guys available, you know? Any of those? Oh, uh, man. On, <laughs> on we need to call plate. down Superman from his planet. <laughs> when you don't just say this all becomes sort of a cartoon here, looking at it. I'm just saying, Wally, right? Come on. Well, you know? if, we, if we truly want to be rational, analytical, we have to remember that there are internal dnc memos from early in the republican primary process where they were very very clear everybody that they're looking at that could run and by this point not a lot of people have thrown their hat in the ring trump did very early they wanted trump to be the guy he was the one republican they were confident they could beat and they were going to go after DeSantis with all barrels they made that very clear and then they did that so to 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 discount the notion that the that the democrats want trump in the in the in the re-election bid you know they do when they've been very open about that not publicly but in, in internal yeah, memos right, right. that have been out in the public space right. so i mean whether or not trump either is the way, guy or DeSantis is a guy is a separate debate well, there are, there and are i think either one here. of them yeah and i think either one of them would be a good present so it's 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 and it's moot now anyway because it's wrapped up trump is going to be well the when you say it's wrapped up now hold that this is really good this is really good hold on a minute what answer this really why is it wrapped up now wally why well, why do you think it's wrapped up these bullshit indictments make Trump the poster boy of what oh. justice is supposed to be and of what injustice looks like. By making him the victim of this, the one thing okay. they're doing is to try to solidify Democrats against him. Oh, my God, we finally found him guilty of something. Go get him, guys. You're a hero right, for prosecuting. Right. That's on one side of the fence. Okay. On the other side of the fence... You know, now you circle the wagons around Trump. He's being unfairly victimized or going after him for political reasons. All of that being true, by yeah. the way. And that makes him the strongest guy out there. That makes him the center of that well, fight. Let me ask you this now. an important fight. We, we, and we, important fight. Okay. So we need, you, I know you do know and you, and I know you do believe that we are at a serious crossroads in American history, we are we are at the altar of that moment right now. I do believe we've been reporting on this for some years now. I do believe the Marxist left is going in for the kill. I do believe the Democrat Party has come to the age of their usefulness. Uh, I do believe someone's going to play this game wrong and somebody's going to play it right. But I think that's the case of taking out Trump right now. The question is, here to Wally's point, Steve, uh, let me ask him direct this to you. The media right now, okay, to Wally's point, they're 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 piling on. You just look at all the stuff overnight. They're piling on. Trump is at the like the bottom, and they're just piling on, piling on, piling on, piling on. And it's lie after lie after lie after lie. And, you know, there are a lot of people who absolutely do believe this trash. They absolutely, I know some of them. They absolutely believe this garbage has got to be true because they've seen it in more than one place, and they all couldn't be lying, Steve. They absolutely believe that. This media in this country has done us such harm. The fact that there is no more reporting, there is no more news. We're in the wild, wild west uh, of this nation right now because the fourth estate is, is, is gone, and literally gone, out of here. So if they're piling on, because they can see what Wally's strategy is, that he's saying that the left is they want Trump to win. So do you see if that was a possibility, could that be possible? Number one, Stephen, number two, could um, could they um, could that be the winning strategy that Trump is so bad? In other words, let me choose my words here that the that they want him 
they, they're going to do everything they can, the left, but they really believe their winning ticket is Trump this time, that enough people are not going to see what Wally just said, that all these indictments and there are more people coming into the camp now in the middle, independents, moderates, left of center, maybe. I don't know if that's the case. You know, you know what I'm asking? Yeah, I do, Malcolm. I, You know, I really believe this, that the people who are buying the nonsense are, in a real sense, the insignificant portion of the American people. When, when it comes time, and we're at this time right now, we are approaching the front line <laughs> where we have to decide to destroy an enemy. Now, that's my take. We have yeah. a domestic enemy yeah. in charge of this country. The authoritarians are ruling us in a totalitarian fashion, and they must be stopped. Now, I believe firmly that the American people will not tolerate what is happening right now. I don't think Trump is playing this up in any way to say, oh, you know, poor little me, look at what they're doing to me. No, he's saying, listen, it's not about me. They are taking you down. And I think that the people that are going to turn this situation around, however it may take place, it's going to happen with the people who are awake and who understand and see the truth. They have insight into what is really happening. Well, he has said from the beginning that they're coming after the American people, not him. That has been his mantra, as you know, Steve, from the beginning, from the early days. But now, now this thing has taken on a face of its own. And, you know, he did say also the other day, last week or so, if you recall that, well, one more indictment from Georgia and I got the 2024 race sewn up, man. He, exactly. He did, he, and he I believe that. that. Huh? Yeah, I believe it. It's going to sway people to realize we really are being manipulated, controlled, oppressed. We are we are being taken down, and we feel it in our yeah, pocketbooks. Yeah. We feel it in every aspect okay. of America. Let me ask world. you this. Do you, I'm going to ask both of you, do you, just your thoughts now. With all these, you got what did I say, 91, I believe it was? 91. Uh, let me confirm. 91 criminal charges across four jurisdictions and a partridge and a pear tree. <laughs> so... 91 criminal charges. Your guess, Steve, do do any of those go through? Do you, it's a pretty good chance he's going to be charged for something here, correct? Yes or no? Um, I think it, whether he is or not, it's insignificant because they are bogus charges. Well, regardless, I mean, though, I, but you think he will be charged. I have a point here, but you think I, it, there's a high probability he could be charged for something. Is well, that a yeah, correct you know, statement? If you, Right. There's a chance one one could possibly sneak through. Who knows? And right. Who's going to make could be four or five decision. or ten sneak through. We don't really know what's going to happen here because anything you're, you're dealing with all kinds of things. Uh, factors. Wally, do you do you see? I mean, is it fair to say to you that would you agree with that? That it's hard to say that there's going to be no indictments that are going to stick against the wall. Something could stick here. Yes or no? Well, yes. The first thing is that not charging would be political suicide. You can't run 91 indictments against the guy and then not charge him. So we should expect something will go to court. And the second thing is they pick the locations that they're going to try him in for a reason. Those were those were cherry picked locations to try him out of. Um, I think that you could possibly get a conviction. They're not going to get a conviction because he's guilty. You, you can, I well, think with the exception get... of South Florida was not cherry picked. That's that true. One. That's true. Yeah. But he was. But the that's what they were. had to choose. Exactly. Yeah, and right. I think you could potentially get 12 jurors to say that he's guilty. Even on something, not. right? That, that, yeah. he didn't, that he didn't like the sky was blue or something wasn't right. He didn't, he was, you know, right. He 
something wasn't right. Or <laughs> and, and another thing, Malcolm, and this is kind of important. I compared Trump. I said he was the Rocky Marciano yeah, type. Yeah. But yeah. Rocky Marciano learned to fight in the Marine Corps. I'm a Marine. Rocky yeah. Marciano had a professional record of 49 and 0, 42 by knockout. Ooh. Calling him Rocky Marciano was not exactly an insult. Ooh. I'm just saying no, I didn't think it was. Puncher. No, I'm just saying was. puncher. He's not the type. Of, he's not a polished boxer. Well, and, and, and my point back to you, uh, Mr. Garneau, was because you would need someone right now to punch the Marxist left right in the damn mouth. Or somebody say, well, excuse me, and do si do is what the right always does to the left. I'd say punch them right in the freaking mouth. What do you say to that? I start saying, well, it's getting to the point that even though I think that Ron DeSantis has gotten a bad shake, I'm starting to think Trump might be the guy for the job just because oh, he wow, is a puncher. Wow, wow, wow. I'm being forced. I'm being forced into it by all the bullshit. Oh, man. Look at Steve. Can you believe it? Are you still standing, Steve, or did you fall over? Well, I had to mute myself for a second. <laughs> um, you I know, love Wally's honesty there. Well, I hey, it. Wally, I, I appreciate that. I, I know that's a hard one to swallow, but I, you know, I don't see any other way. And I and I always recall this too because we we so often leave God out of this whole picture. But I think God is using Trump with all of his idiosyncrasies, all of his little quirks and his uh, peccadillos that irritate people. But he. I, he's being used. There's no way a guy can can be thrashed like this. He'll be smiling and standing and beating the enemy. So it's crazy. Excited. It is there's, crazy. There's there's a big difference between being a, there's there's a big difference between being somebody who does not like Trump and being somebody who thinks there are other people out there that could be better. Absolutely. I'm in the latter camp. I've never been anti-Trump. I've never yeah. been a never Trumper. Yeah. I yeah. voted for him twice. I'll, pro yeah. I'll probably do it again. Yeah. Wally, I fall into the same camp you would, frankly. I totally get what you're talking about. I, I really swear, swear, I, I absolutely do. I'm in the same camp. Uh, I, I have uh, done exactly all of that and uh, felt that uh, I look at everything for what it is on face value. Again, I, the, the reason I always say to your listeners that I don't eat the Trump Wheaties in the morning, because there, there is sort of some people out there like that are cult. It's almost like a cult Trump. I'm not talking about MAGA now. I think MAGA people are beautiful. Make America great again. I'll take those people any day of the damn week. Let me make that perfectly straight with you so you don't think you take anything out of context of what I'm saying and sharing with you. I think MAGA people are 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 amazing and are that's America right there. That's give me those people. I'll go into battle any day with MAGA. That's your ass, I will. Uh so <laughs> Those are people that say just got all the goods. The people who respect the Constitution, love the Constitution, know what our country's about, want to make America great again. They're Christian Americans. There's a whole lot of reasons why we love those people. Yeah. Bring me more of that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, people. That's something that Trump flushed out of a corrupt system. That was his campaign. Talk about a brand. I'm a marketer. I'm a brander. Talk about a brilliant marketing and branding campaign. What a campaign. That was one for the ages. Make America great again. And who doesn't want to make America great again? Who doesn't like MAGA? Well, MAGA, the Marxist left. MAGA. That's who doesn't want to make America great again. The corrupt bastards on the left. That's what's going on there. So yeah, of course we love MAGA. Of course we want to make America great again. What do you think here? They even fight that. Anyways, uh, I digress. I digress, people. Thank you for joining me on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.